Hey there, it's Joycelyn Wells with Joy Exposed, and it's Wednesday, October 14th. I made it a point to check the date before I said that, because you guys know how I do. Well, it's Wednesday, October 14th. Happy hump day. We're literally down to the last, what, 12, I believe, <clears throat> Wednesdays of the year. So we are wrapping this right on up. Um, let's see, for... Nine, eleven, eleven Wednesdays left until we wrap up the new year, wrap up 2020, and we're looking forward to that, I'm sure. All right, so tonight's episode is brought to you by Cupcake Chardonnay. It is a, hey there, Stephanie, thank you. Cupcake Chardonnay, it's a white wine, and I'll tell you why the white wine in just a second. You know it's got to be some bullshit for me to switch from red to white, because I do love my red wine. Anyways, uh, <clears throat> let's start. Three cheers of joy. Um, three cheers of joy. First cheer of joy is for being productive this week. That might have been a cheer of joy last week, but it's definitely a cheer of joy for me. I, I can feel myself getting a lot of work done, and I also can reflect on when I wasn't doing a damn thing. I've been to work on time every day this week. I know it's only Wednesday, but shit. I've been to work on time every day, so um, I've been productive. So <clears throat> that's my first cheer of joy is being productive. My second cheer of joy is remembering in the fall that I switch my exercise to the afternoon and not in the morning. So, and it takes me a time. It's funny because we do stuff all the damn time, but you never just remember exactly how you do it. And I remember um, was having a conversation and I was like, well, maybe I'll go walking in the evening, you know, because it's dark in the morning. It makes me apprehensive about being out. And Faceless Love was like, well, you usually switch to the evening walking about this time of year. And I was like, oh, yeah, thanks for reminding me. So uh, thanks for understanding myself, my brain, that I switched to the afternoons for walking. Very grateful about that. I mean, to, yeah, to the afternoons for walking. So between four and five, I get the rest of my steps in. That's the second cheer of joy. The third cheer of joy is, um, or my third cheer of joy is hiring an agent, like getting an agent. And now I have a manager. It's interesting because I do all, everything, you know, and now somebody else is doing some stuff. And it's like, this is making me really uncomfortable. <laughs> I got a lot of fucking issues. So I'll say uh, my cheer of joy number three is recognizing I got a lot of fucking issues. So cheers to that. My first cheer of joy is being hella productive. My second cheer of joy is recognizing it's time to make a change as far as my exercise goes so that I can stay focused and stay exercising. And my third cheer of joy is just make recognizing I got a lot of fucking issues. And we probably all do. And we just got to figure out. One at a time, not how to get rid of them, but how to deal with them. That's the key right there, how to deal with the issues, because they're a part of us. They're not going away. So those are my three cheers of joy. They're brought to you tonight by Cupcake Vineyards Chardonnay. I was at Walgreens again. I got Chardonnay. So let me tell you about the Chardonnay. I started doing the treatment on my teeth, right, because... I noticed in a picture, a video that I made of myself that my teeth look so yellowed, right? And I mean, hell, they're 50 something years old, so why wouldn't it? Well, 
maybe they're 50 years old. Why wouldn't they, right? They've been used. They've been eating and drinking and smoking and shit, whatever else, right? Teeth do. They've been teeth. like So it's not like they've I've misused them as teeth, their teeth. So I started doing a mouth treatment. Well, I wanted some wine the second day after my mouth treatment. Oh, yeah, and drinking wine. I wanted some wine after the second day of my mouth treatment. And I realized I can't do the damn mouth treatment and then turn around and drink some damn wine. That seemed to me would be counterproductive, right? So I just decided that I was going to stop drinking the red wine for a while and drink some white wine. <coughs> Excuse me. And that's what I've been doing for the past couple of days is drinking some white wine. So I got some cupcake uh, vineyards Chardonnay. I haven't been to like a real wine store, uh, like a, a market that's got some good wine in it like a total wine or a package store that's got a good variety. I've only gone to my Walgreens and they've got like a white Zivendel, which is pink and then a Chardonnay. And they may have had one Pinot Grigio, you know, so it wasn't like a varietal of white wines to choose from. I just chose the cupcake sellers, the Chardonnay and it's okay. I mean, I'm not knocking it. I never knock wine because it gets the job done. It satisfies that oral fixation to have something in your mouth that's not water or not soda and it gets you a little cool little mood. Um, I just can't remember why I didn't drink white wine anyway. Maybe I don't necessarily like the taste of it. It's sweet, but it, I mean, it's all right. So I'm drinking white wine for a little while until I finish this treatment anyway. So it's supposed to be like 22 days, I think. And you can continue it for longer, but it's so a weird little contraction by I Smile, and it's got an LED light on it. I may put a picture, post a picture. It's got an LED light on it. You put this, um, you've got a mouthpiece. It's almost like I remember my daughter's playing softball, and it's this plastic mouthpiece. Well, it's like that, and it's got this solution that you put in the top and the bottom, and you put it in your mouth, and you can keep it in for up to 30 minutes. Well, you can't, you're not like spitting and stuff, so by the time you finish, it's filled with like a thick, goopy mix of that solution or gel in your saliva. So it's kind of gross. Um, but I hope I notice a difference. All right. So I've definitely, I've been doing that and we're going to see because now that my agent has me doing stuff, I, I, shit, I'm like, okay, well, I better do something to my teeth and I will try this before I have to go to the dentist and pay whatever the dentist pay for teeth whitening or new teeth. And I'm 50, like, I don't want any new teeth, but I mean, damn, you still want to look nice when you're talking to people, when the camera's hitting your teeth, you want them to look good. So that's the thing I'm working on right now is whitening my teeth. It's, I don't know. I never, and I never even noticed, I never even thought they look yellowed until I was talking and I had on my, AirPods and I compared the whiteness of my AirPods to my teeth and I was like, damn. <laughs> I never even paid any attention to it. So once I saw that, it meant, okay, I gotta do something different. And so that's what I did. I started that. Um so there's the white wine. We'll see how long it lasts, because I may switch back to tequila. <laughs> that's white or it can be white so i may switch back to some tequila with some lime maybe i'll do that for november i don't know 
We'll see. Right now, we're looking for somebody to sponsor this segment with some cash, right? So if we can get us a sponsor, I'm pretty much open to tasting and drinking whatever, just to, you know, bring light to Joy Exposed. So, but we're working on it. It's fine. All right. So that are those are my three cheers of joy and my Cupcake Cellars, um, Cupcake Vineyard Chardonnay. Another thing tonight before we go on is that I'm wearing some more lipstick. Last week I had on red and Faceless Love didn't like it. He's like, I just, I'm not a red lipstick man. And I was like, babe, it's like, it's this lipstick. And he was like, ah, you know, he didn't like red lipstick, but you know, I was trying to get my little energy going. And uh, so this week I have on it almost like a bronzy, let me see what they call it. A more matte metallic lip cream. And it's by Milani. And Milani is like a, I think it's a black owned line of cosmetics and it's sold at Walgreens. I am living in small town USA. So my purchases are for Walgreens. That's where I go buy stuff because it's around the corner. So it's called Milani and I've probably had it for a few years. So I put it on today. The good thing about this lipstick thing that I'm trying is that I have a lipstick sponsor. Oh! So I officially have a company that's going to come on as a sponsor. All is well with my lips, right? So they're going to um, sponsor that segment of, uh, it's called a Glow Getter Glow Sticks and Lip Chicks. So it's Glow Getter Glow Sticks and Glosses. So that's the company and I'm going to wear their lipsticks every week. So that's going to be lots of fun. I'm excited about that. I have a sponsor for my lips, for all the stuff I ask for. The one thing they want to do is dress up my lips. So celebrations for that. So cheers to Glow Getter, Glow Sticks and Glosses. Cheers. So I'll be wearing their lipsticks um, each week. That's a definitely a sheer joy, a celebration, because you know, you guys know how hard I'm I'm working. Like I I enjoy doing the podcast. So it has become a focus for mine and I want to do well in it. So um I'm looking forward to that. So maybe a couple of weeks I'll have my lipsticks and I'll be able to rock out on wearing my new lipsticks and I'll add to my lipstick collection. Uh, I wonder if it's going to make me start wearing lipstick outside of the house. <laughs> I'll put on lipstick for Joy Exposed, but I'm getting ready to go to work and I've got on some lip balm. I guess there's room for both, right? So uh, we'll just take it that way. Anyway, so let's go on to our Facebook post of the week. Facebook post of the week brought to you by STM Specialties. Uh, and I've been saving all kinds of stuff. So I'm going to have to pick a couple to read because I've been doing way too fucking much. Let me see. Oh, yeah, I don't want to read that. That was me helping me to read something. Oh, this one's funny. So this is the first one I have to read. Read. Normalize being clean. Stop calling people OCD because you trifling. <laughs> one of my Facebook friends, her name is Shay Davis. Oh, Shay Dallas. I'm sorry. Correction. Shay Dallas. She posted that one. And I thought it was kind of funny because even I do it. Like I'm super uptight about my workspace and living space. 
And I always say I'm OCD, but the only reason I say I'm OCD is because I give leeway and room for the people who don't do that. So it's not that the problem is with them. I take the problem as mine because I am uptight about my space. So I like that. Norm, just just normalize being clean. You don't you don't get a special label because you're nasty as hell. You don't get I don't get to be a labeled because you're nasty as hell. Why don't you just be clean? So I like that. Um, that's my first uh, Facebook post of the week. And let's see what else we got. Uh, oh, I got to talk about my son and Lua. He is a mess. Well, okay. So the second Facebook post of the week is really weird because I just saw it kind of floating around and I went on Twitter and looked for it. Well, in October 20 of 2016, there was a party called Young Men. Well, that's not what the party's called. The party's called a cougar party seventh anniversary cougar party and i haven't seen it like it happened in 2017 or 2018 this is the most recent thing i found on it cougar party seventh anniversary why hustle young men young men why hustle while we can provide it all for you so it's some grown-ass women out there telling these little boys come through bring that dick i got you i'll take care of you i'll buy what you need i got and i was reading that like that was really a thing. <laughs> I'm like, it's women out there that's really doing that. Like, that's crazy. So in my mind, I'm like, that's crazy. But then I'm thinking for the women, like, huh. I'm glad I didn't get to that shit. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. So there. There are a group. There are women out there. They're cougars, and I mean, I understand what a cougar is. It's an older woman that is fixated or wants to interact with a young one, not for his mental stimulation, but for his rock hard dick, right? So the older woman wants the rock hard, right? So it ain't about he's smart and he's so mature and this and his like. He wake up in the morning and is he. Stand up to go get something out the refrigerator. They want the dick, right? So I understand that. But I didn't know that there had been at some point a cougar party where the women were saying, you ain't got to do nothing. Just show up with the dick. That's funny. It, it, I want, is there a thing like that for men and women where the older men, I mean, I know there's sugar daddies out there, right? So that's a thing. Sugar daddies are out there. So I guess maybe it's just a thing and I just missed it. Hallelujah, I missed it because... Lord knows I wasn't trying to take care of nobody's child. I shit. I struggle taking care of my own child. I'm definitely not taking care of somebody that all they bring into the table is rock hard. Now, don't get me wrong. I've never not been interested in rock hard. But I wasn't taking care of a motherfucker who owned it. Somebody else can take care of you. Maybe the cougars could take care of them and then they could bring it. But then that's another weird conversation altogether. Just young people and older people, that just gives me great pause. So I ain't never really been into that. I have a hard time understanding it because I go to like an abuse place and, uh, you know, it's just, uh, it's just so weird on so many levels. But I mean, it was a thing. So it's people out there and I mean, should women all ages well i don't know about the young women but the women older women know they love to get them some 
yummy sex. And I'm not knocking where they get the yummy sex from. But I'm also not attending a party that says, hey, young men, come here. And I'm definitely not doing that. But I mean, it was it was on Facebook and it was on Twitter. So it was actually a thing at some point. The Cougars, they were on trying to get it. Um, let's see what else Facebook posts of the week. I know that's so weird. Okay, so I think this is my last one. Maybe my last one. I think it, there may be one more after this, but a guy, his name is Mark Smith, and I got this came from the Black Marriage Improvement. I remember a female friend of mine told me, Marcus, I'm tired of being the nigga in my relationships. I want to be able to just be the woman for once. In that moment, I realized what I had been admiring as strength was actually a burden to her. Then I thought about my mom and all of the women I know exhibiting the strength, and I wondered if they felt the same. It seems like the independent woman thing is more of a self-defense mechanism because women don't really feel safe with us anymore, but it's such a good defense that we've brought into it. Wow. That's that's heavy, right? So I lo- two things I love. I love that it's articulated, one. The second thing is I love that it's articulated by a man. By a man recognizing like, well, hold on a minute. I thought this is what was real, but what I've realized is that it's women protecting themselves from the bullshit. Now, I can vouch for that. Like this this Facebook post of the week, all me, all day. All me, all day. And you guys have heard me say that. I'm not really good with people taking care of me. I have to be okay with the fact that I'm safe in my own head, right? My, this is my own mental health issue. And that comes from being in subpar situations where I was at risk of some bullshit. And mine wasn't as crazy as some other people. So it's not, I don't really have a sob story for you. But this story I have is enough to make me work my ass off to do better and to not be in those same situations. But I think that women really get to a place that there is no one else. And we have to dig deep into us to figure out how to get beyond, how to do the next thing, how to keep us safe, how to keep our house safe, our children safe. What do we do? So we put up this crazy ass defense so that we don't, when people come for us, we know how to keep ourselves safe. So I'm really digging that um, conversation by that gentleman. And it's so much in that. It could be a whole show on its own, just talking about those issues. And um, that's deep. Because when you think about yourself as a male or female, the one thing that men will say is that, oh, women are so strong. You know, women are so strong and they're so independent or, or they're too independent. It could be a positive that they're saying or negative that they're saying. Not realizing what other choice do we have? Who has a choice to not be independent? Like, where is that choice to not be independent? We're not choosing it. I remember <clears throat> a guy telling me a couple years ago, probably more than a couple years ago because I was dating, damn, that um, you're so independent. And I was like, and you're just so independent that you ain't going to ask nobody for nothing. And, and that's why women single. And I was like, Motherfuck you, one. 
Two, I'm single. Why would, who am I going to be dependent on single? Like that doesn't even make sense to think about. I'm going to be dependent on who and I'm single. I've learned to take care of myself since I was really young. And then being in a crazy ass relationship and marriage and coming out, I still had to take care of myself and I had to take care of my kids. So being independent isn't a choice. Being independent is the way that it is. So I realized dating that I am independent, but then I realized getting in a relationship that somebody does want to take care of me. Now that is the kicker. (laughs) That's the kicker that somebody genuinely wants to take care of you because we don't think in terms of somebody doing something for us. Our Our mental focus, our mental acuity maybe is on taking care of We got everything we need and we take care of it. We don't even realize that somebody comes along and they're taking care of us because we're still focused on doing the shit we do. The person who comes along to take care of us fills in those gaps in the foundation and the walls that we don't realize are open. And we don't have to tell them to do it and we don't have to ask them to do it. We don't point it out to them. They just come in and see, okay, this, 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 making it more solid and giving you more power to do the things that you do. So, you know, I just really like that. And, you know, let's, shit, maybe we should normalize understanding that people work hard. Everybody, males and females, we work hard as hell. So we want to be able to relax into gender roles and not be both genders. I'm sure men want to do that shit too. But women will do that for men. They'll go over and do their laundry and clean up for them. And they're doing it trying to make them believe they're going to be the good woman for them and they want to be chosen. I say, fuck that. (laughs) Men Men don't really care about that shit, but women do it and men will receive it. But that's not the thing that makes them know you're the woman for them. No man says, I knew this was the woman for me because she did my laundry. Anybody said that shit. No, or she cooked for me. Women cook for me all the fucking time. Yeah, man, you cooking for him and two other people cooking the rest of the week. So those aren't the things that make men realize or understand that this is the woman for me. Those are just things that women feel like they're supposed to do because they're normalized as the way to a man's heart. Feeding him, you get cooking for a man is way to his heart. No, the fuck it ain't. It's not. So we have to just kind of step back and understand that we're human. All of us are human. We like to be treated with consideration and respect and understanding and awareness that we exist. So those are the things that you know, wow, this person is okay because they they see me. They know I'm here. And that's a big deal. So (coughs) I think we need to just pay attention to those things with people with ourselves and just to be aware that people exist as they exist and that we exist as we exist and how can we exist together, right? That's going to be the thing. And I love the understanding that someone is thinking, I just want to be a woman today. And I, I recognize that because when I hear men talking about their wives and 
and they come and they come to school and they got their nice lunches packed and I'm just be like, damn, I need me a wife. Like, I need some of that in my life. Now, that just says that's the area of my life that I'm not doing for myself. I mean, being a wife is some good shit. Like, and there's some things that go with being a wife that we would all benefit. But when you're trying to play both roles, you know, some stuff has to go to the wayside. So maybe I don't cook for myself all the time. Uh, maybe I don't, whatever, you know, it, that's, those things go to the wayside and it's okay. You know, that's no problem. That's okay. Um, speaking of independent, so that's my Facebook post of the week brought to you by stmspecialties.com. They have the insulated, uh, tumblers that you can order and have designed however you want. Christmas is coming and maybe they're running a Christmas special. But I will continue to monitor the situation and I will announce it as they come. But definitely great Christmas presents. You guys know I usually rock my STM specialties uh, cups or glasses and um, they're in the kitchen dirty because I don't have a wife to wash. (laughs) That's so fucked up. I'm sorry. Anyway, but tonight I am drinking out of a stemless wine glass from Family Dollar. And you know why I got stemless wine glass from Family Dollar? Because there isn't a washer and dryer in the apartment that we live in. So when I go do laundry, if I'm feeling whiny, I'll go to Family Dollar, buy me a stemless wine glass, and buy me a bottle of wine. And I walk through the laundromat drinking wine. You see, the tag is still on the bottom. <laughs> I haven't even peeled the tag off. <laughs> that's that's some fucked up. That's my life. That's the pieces of my life that you guys don't get to see. And maybe one night I'll take you guys to the laundromat with me because it's really very funny because I'm so methodical. You probably know that in the way that I do things. And, and I'll literally be walking around the laundromat with my glass of wine. And I wonder if people ever like, is this lady drinking wine here? All right, stmspecialties.com. Thank you for sponsoring Facebook Post of the Week. My uh, The next thing I want to talk about, being an independent woman. And this is like, hilarious because being an independent woman, we don't understand how we make decisions to do things that are chaos in themselves. It seems like a good idea because we know what we want to see. So we go do a piece of it and then we have to figure out the other parts, the connecting parts. So, and I say we, and I mean me, this is the shit that I do. Fortunately, I'm in a relationship with somebody who understands they have to deal with the fact that I'm fucking tenacious and that I'm going to go and do something and then I'm going to research it after I've done it. Like, Yay, I did this. And then I get it home and I'm like, okay, now how do I use it? (laughs) That's me. That's imagine being in a relationship with me. That's how I fucking operate. So yesterday was Amazon Prime Day. I called, uh, I didn't even call Faceless Love. I'm just on Amazon Prime looking at the specials and they had this awesome camcorder I mean, you remember camcorders used to be big and on your shoulder. Well, now this is like nine ounces. It's a beautiful little piece of equipment. And I thought, 
Ooh, my camera is 1080K, 1080 right now, but this is 4K, like the resolution. And I don't even know the lingo. So I know I went from 980 to 1080 and all of a sudden, 4,000, 4K resolution. I'm getting it. What made me get it is that my Capital One points, I could get it with my Capital One points. So I was like, well, I'm not really spending any money. I'm not even going to talk about how much it costs. That's irrelevant how much it costs, but I use my Capital One points for it and I wanted it. So I order it. Yeah, I've read the reviews. Oh, yeah, this is good. I'm getting it. So it's Amazon Prime. So it came today. So I'm excited. Ooh, my camcorder came today. My podcast going to be lit tonight. My shit going to be so clear. You can see up my nose. And I was like, let me make sure I get rid of my hair on my chin so y'all can't see no five o'clock shadow and shit. Like I'm in it. So I had a meeting. I do my meeting. I pull my camera out. I'm working on my camera. I need a HD, some kind of memory card. So I'm like, what do I need a memory card if I'm going to stream? <laughs> so now I'm trying to get over. So I don't, I need a memory card. So I leave. So I had a meeting. I'm looking at my camera equipment. I need a memory card. I leave, go to the store, get a memory card, come back, plop the memory card in, error. Wrong fucking memory card. Now, it wasn't the micro. It was an XD, some kind of extreme shit. Did Whatever it was, it didn't fit. So I'm like, all right, well, I'm going to have to get another one. So since I can't use my camera tonight, not only because of the memory card, but because it's a camera and a camcorder. <sighs> Technology people, feel me on this. The camera has to be able to connect and communicate with the live video feed. I don't know. I'm a lay person. I, it never dawned on me that my camera and my live feed couldn't connect. My webcam, webcam should have alerted me that it has been specifically designed to talk to people on the web. But my camcorder and this camera is regular shit. It's for regular recording shit. It doesn't talk to my computer. It doesn't talk to live. So here I am with this amazing piece of equipment that I can't fucking use. <laughs> so I can't tell Faceless Love that I can't use it because he's in a meeting and I made the decision to buy the piece of equipment without consulting him. And he's IT. <laughs> so when I'm telling him about it, he didn't say, babe, that's not going to work. He doesn't say that. He just says, oh, well, just, you know, let's figure it out. You know, just have you connected it? You know, so he talked through a couple pieces and I'm like, well, I need the, it says I need an SD card, whatever the SD thing is called. But if I'm, this is me. If I'm streaming live, I don't need it because I'm not recording it to the camera. Now, keep in mind, this is the layperson brain trying to make this shit work. Well, it doesn't. It doesn't work like that. So I come back. I start doing research. How do, how do I get my camcorder camera to communicate with my MacBook 
<laughs> right, Stephanie. <laughs> Same shit you would do. How do I get my camcorder to communicate with my MacBook? So I start YouTube videos. I'm watching. I'm going through all this shit, right? So I finally found out I need a black. Hold on. I'm going to tell you exactly the name of the shit. And y'all, it is crazy because. I, I, hold on. Let me just put it. Black Magic Ultra Studio Mini Recorder. Now that connects with the HDMI from the camera to the Black Magic and from the Black Magic to the MacBook. And that tells, it converts the language in there, right? And it tells the MacBook, oh, this is friendly. I can stream using this equipment. The problem, now remember, I bought the camcorder with my Capital One points and I was proud of that shit. Well, the Black Magic box. It's like two hundred fucking dollars. <laughs> I'm like, I can't afford that. <laughs> so now I couldn't use it to even record my my live tonight because I had the wrong SD chip card, whatever. And then once I get that, I still can't do the lot use it on my live. Because I can't afford the piece that connects it and make it talk to each other. <laughs> so, remember, a month ago, I bought the gimbal when I was high on co-meds. I still haven't fucking used that. And now I bought another piece of equipment <laughs> that I can't use. So, all that to say... <laughs> That's what independent women do. We want some shit to do something and we're going to go and do what we believe is going to happen and we'll fill in the blanks along the way. And, and, and I mean, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. I think it just says that I know, remember, I want my teeth to look white. I want my video to look clear. And this camera isn't a bad camera. This is a relatively new camera too. So it's not that this is a bad camera, but when I look at the video on YouTube and when I look at it on Facebook, I'm like, my video can be much clearer than this. Like there's something going on with other people who do this and this shit is like you're in there with them. Well, I want that. I want that quality of video. So as a woman who makes decisions and does her own thing, that's what the fuck I want. So I bought a camcorder. <laughs> and it's nice. It's fit right in your hand. Now, I will be able to use it when I get an SD card for it, just to record stuff, right? Me and stuff. It's, it's dope as hell. I will, and it's got a, a microphone on it, and man, it's dope. Like it's dope. So I will be able to use it when I do that. Now, when I can afford to get that little box. I'm really going to be in the game. I'm going to be in the fucking game. And it'll take me a couple of weeks to figure that piece out. But it's okay. It's, I'll figure it out. That's what it means to be a woman who is used to doing stuff on your own and take care of your own shit. You buy, I want better quality. 1080 is great. But, oh, I didn't know it was a 4K. I mean, I look at it like this. $1,080 is fine, but $4,000 is finer, 
right? So let me get this. I didn't understand that I'm going to have to figure out how to get the link. The, I didn't know there would be a communication problem between the camcorder and the computer. That's not something I've done because I'm not techie. So we'll figure it out. It's okay. You guys will see one day y'all, I'm going to go live and y'all going to be like, damn, I'm sitting in the room with her. And y'all going to be like, yeah, she got that shit working. <laughs> so that's the kind of thing with dealing with a woman or even a man who's just like, I know what I want. I'm going to go make it happen. And people don't understand that because they're like, well, you didn't research it. And that you should, you should have known that shit wasn't going to work. And that it's a this and it's a this and this or this. Oh, that's no, I never thought about that. Stephanie. <laughs> Stephanie said any thought in putting a donate button on your podcast for people that may want to donate to your podcast. No, I have not, but I will I will consider that. Thank you very much. I never ever thought about that. Um so it's not like when we make these decisions to buy something and do that if the understanding is we have the capacity to figure out how to make it work. Not that it won't work. So there's no reprimand in. You should have known that shit wasn't gonna work. You should have this and you it's none of that. It's just you know, it's like, well, shit, I, it ain't working right now, but I'm trying. <laughs> like, I'm going to figure it out. And that's where I am right now. I'm trying to figure it out. And um, you you guys will notice when that shit pop up and it's crystal clear, y'all going to be like, that's my nigga right there. She did that shit. <laughs> but it, the camcorder is freaking awesome. Like, it is a nice piece of equipment. It fits right in your hand. And I will use it um, before, I'm sure I'll use it before I get that little box piece, just because I want to use it. You know, I know that I want to use it and it feels good to me. And I I bought the SDX, some kind of card and I need an SDH. Oh, SDH. Oh, I bought the SDH. SDXC and I needed a SDHC. So even that wouldn't communicate, right? So I'm going to have to get the HC one and um, I'm going to order that from Amazon. I mean, it'll take a couple days, but now it's no rush because it's Wednesday. I'm doing my podcast and there's no big rush and I'll go return those to where? Walgreens. <laughs> I should probably get Walgreens as a sponsor if I mix, mention their name so many times in an hour. So I'm going to um, take those back and um, get the new ones. And then, you know, I'll record some video. I am going um, kayaking this weekend. I'm probably not. I may try to record some video this weekend. I Maybe I'll try to use my gimbal. Shit, that's another piece of equipment that I can't use. And I love the fact that I'm tenacious enough to keep doing, keep trying, getting stuff and learning to use it. So it's not like I'm getting stuff and I don't use it. I get it and I don't know how to use it and I figure out how to use it, right? So I definitely love that about myself and I'm I'm not afraid of that, right? So, but that's me being independent and figured out, what is it? Jump and figure out how to pull the parachute when you're going. So jump out the airplane, figure the parachute out when you're in the air. I mean, shit. What's going to happen? What's the worst that could happen? Death? <laughs> That's coming anyway. <laughs> so, oh my gosh, that's so funny to me. I was so stoked on that damn video. I mean, on that camcorder tonight, I was going to make that shit work. 
I wanted to spend a little time tonight talking about two things. One, anxiety. That's the one thing I want to talk about. And I can I can talk about it from a me perspective, how I've struggled with anxiety. And the other is about a girlfriend of mine who she is badass, and I'm so happy to know her. It's, I work with her, and I we I've been watching her kind of grow and become fearless, right? And I'll talk about that in a second. But one of my listeners and a good friend. Um, one of my smoking buddies, um, cigar buddies. Let's call it a cigar buddies because y'all want y'all think I got smoking buddies. <laughs> One of my cigar buddies, she is the sweetest thing, like genuinely the sweetest thing. And um, sometimes she's just, I think she gets in a way, in in a way, not in her way, in a way. And she suffers with anxiety a lot. And I, when she says she does a hashtag anxiety sucks. And I don't know if that's a, I don't know if anxiety sucks is a hashtag that's common amongst people or it's one that she uses, but I know that she uses it. And when I see her post that, I just have to give myself a moment to remember being held hostage by the anxiety. And that's difficult, right? Like it's when you have anxiety and it comes on you like it's just almost like it's squeezing you too tight and your mind is racing and you can't, you're having problems breathing. Anxiety is a motherfucker for real, right? It's crazy. So I just wanted to acknowledge that anxiety is real. I don't know. I have no magic words to say it's not. I just think that, and this is going to make me cry, I feel it. I just think that when people struggle in a way that it's more important to say, I know. I know that's more important than saying don't. So when she says anxiety sucks, it holds me like, hang on, sister. Hang on. It's okay. Hang on. Like, that's the craziest thing for me because you can't take it away from somebody. You can't tell them how to handle it. You can't tell them what to do. There is no magic formula. The only thing that you can do is to say... I'm here too. I I I know what you're feeling. I'm here. And I remember the not sleeping at night, the racing thoughts, me feeling helpless, feeling out of control on the inside. It's like a, a hurricane is inside of you just whirling out of control and you can't do anything but wait and see what's going to happen. So I get it. So when she posted, I feel it. Like, that shit is real for me. Hashtag anxiety sucks. That shit has been real for me. It was real for me for a long time. One of the things that I'd say to her is just let go and ride it. Let go and ride it. R- ride it. Ride the 
ride the energy of it. Just don't, don't try to hold on to it because we hold on to it because we don't know how to let go of it. It's the fear of what? But the holding on to it is what we feel like is killing us. So it's tearing us apart. So when I say to her, ride it, I'm not saying dismiss it. What I'm saying is this isn't a place that you can control. This is out of your control. It's like being, if you're swimming in a pool or you're swimming in the Gulf or you're swimming in the ocean and you get caught up in a wave, the best thing to do being caught up is go with the wave. Just go with it because fighting against it, there's no power in that. And that's that's crazier because you're trying to do everything that you can and you can't you can't overcome the wave. That's how strong it is. So if you ride a, a wave, it's gonna go, it's gonna peak, it's gonna go back down. So you're gonna get to a place that you're coming down and you have more control of yourself. But in the interim, ride the fucking wave. So when I was in Destin a few weeks ago, I went swimming in the little um, channel that separates Destin proper, I guess, with the beach side of it. And I was swimming there. And the water was so rough, which makes sense because it had been a hurricane to come through there and it was the water was not clear, you know. So, But I went swimming anyway because I'm a swimmer. So I got in the water and like the wind had blown the top to our sandwich container into the channel. And I was like, oh, I can get it. And I went swimming towards it, but I was swimming against the waves. And you know what I said to stop myself from freaking the fuck out? Because it's requiring a lot from me. It's like, I can't get it. And I just stopped. I was like, I, I can't get it. I, I didn't even try anymore. It didn't matter that the sandwiches wouldn't be covered. What mattered is I knew, I recognized that this shit is stronger than me. And I just stopped. And I was just like, and then the way the water just kind of pushed me back towards the boat and I swam and I played. But so often we're so apt to hold on to something instead of letting it go. Let that shit go. Ride it out. Like, ride it out and just... And I know the mind is the thing that you can't turn off. I tell um, people, and I've even told her on a post, yoga. And I know pe people have an idea of what yoga is. But when I say yoga, I mean going from a hurricane to a calm sea in 20 minutes. That's how it affects me. So I'm not dismissing, I don't want anybody to think I'm dismissing where they are by saying, oh, just do some yoga. I'm saying, that's the shit I do. And I say, even to this day, <laughs> Faceless Love would be the one to tell you. I'll tell him, I'm feeling crazy as a motherfucker today. And he'll be like, did you do your yoga? <laughs> Because he knows, he knows how powerful the yoga is to me. So he's like, did you do your yoga? No. Well, maybe you should do some yoga. You, you think you got time for that today? 
you know, because he's not pushy. You got time for that today? He's kind of a gentle prod. And I was like, all right, I'm going to do some stretching. Because he knows I can go from hurricane to calm sea. Hurricane, calm sea. Anybody who knows Joycelyn? No. I'd rather have that bitch in a calm sea. Because if she's in hurricane mode, baby, it's a motherfucker dying. Right? She finna come in blasting. She ain't taking no prisoners. So, hashtag anxiety sucks. I feel that. Like, I feel it because I live it. I know. But I hope that anybody listening, and especially my girlfriend, my cigar smoking partner, if she's hearing this, know that I'm every time you say it, I feel you. It's a trigger on my heart because I know what the hell that feels like. And nobody can tell me it's okay. It'll be a that ain't worth it's not worth anything to say that because nobody understands what it feels like inside when you your hands are so tight. You're holding your stern wheel so tight that you're about to break the skin in your palms and you're breathing hard and you're labored. And it's hard to explain. It's like you're wound so tight. And what do you do? You're going to just let go. But it's not as easy as that. It's just that you have to ride the shit to understand that this ain't about you. And if all of the things that you have in your life that brings this anxiety, whether it's work, people, your partner, your children, your once you realize all the shit they're doing literally has nothing to do with you and let that shit go, the anxiety will be less. I promise. I had to go through that myself. I had to go through it myself. And that's been a journey for me. It has been a journey for me between anxiety and depression and trying to understand abuse and all of that and recognizing that I'm good. Like, I'm I'm good. I was chosen. Like, fuck that. Fuck all everybody. I was fucking chosen to be here. God chose me. The universe lives here. I'm not giving in and surrendering to some other people bullshit. And that includes my children. And they know. It's a hard. That's hard to understand. But. I am not my children. They are not me. They are of me, and I do what I need to do to get them to adulthood. But their actions do not control how I feel. When I was single and dealing with crazy and all these different energies, that shit had me fucked up. And that's okay. I had to figure it out, and I did. So hashtag anxiety sucks. I feel it. I'm with you, sister. And every time you say it, I feel that shit in my soul. And I just want to come and sit with you so you know that I know. The last time she posted it was like two in the morning a couple nights ago. And I saw it in the morning. And I said, the next time I see her post that, I don't care what time it is, I'm going to her. Because when you're a single independent woman who takes care of yourself nobody's checking for you nobody but people who recognize it and understand it and i do so hashtag anxiety sucks here's my wine today cheers
All right, so I have a few minutes left. Um, and I want to talk about my colleague. She is crazy as a motherfucker. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> she's a she's a Karen. Like, so she's a white American woman, and you know the Karen's gonna do what they gonna do. So she's been pretty docile, like she's pretty chill, and she's a Christian woman. And I'm sitting here thinking now, like, damn, I've already cussed enough. I don't even know if I can show her this segment of the podcast. <laughs> but she um, is a badass. And so she went from being very docile to draw her, la- her line in the sand. So last year, some shit happened. And she was like, you know what? And, you know, she was like, I'm Rosa Parks on this one. I'm not sitting in the back of the bus no more. I'm driving a fucking bus. I'm going where I'm going. She didn't cuss. I'm just paraphrasing because I, you know, I'm just paraphrasing because it's my podcast and why not? (laughs) So she was like, I'm not sitting in the back of the bus. I'm sitting next to the driver or I'm driving. So she was feeling herself. And we do that when we recognize our voice. And she's about my age. She's got children. Our kids are about the same age. And (laughs) so she's gotten real feisty. Now, a black woman feisty is mean. They be like, that bitch ain't fucking with y'all. A white woman feisty is, we not fucking with her. It's a difference. (laughs) So she's kind of finding her way. And the beautiful thing about it is that I can see me in where she is. Like I've been in that space where you start drawing those strong boundaries about people fucking with you. So that's where she is. Baby, let me tell you something. Can't nobody breathe wrong around her and she will walk out of the room. (laughs) I'm like, that's my mother trucker right there. She's not playing. She ain't playing the radio. So she's been having some words, some back and forth. A a white American man came and did a presentation at our school or meeting at our school. And in the meeting, he disrespected her. He dismissed her. Her, I mean, she's very well educated. Like, she's very well educated. She doesn't fucking play. Like, she's got credentials, buku credentials. She knows everybody. I wouldn't. She, her mask is Ronald Reagan. Like, she knows people and she believes in what she believes in, which makes her so amazing to be with because she is a white American woman, and I see her and she sees me. Like, that's why I'm like, out of everybody in this motherfucker, I, she, I'll go to her first because she's real. So anyway, somebody came and did a presentation, rude to her, cussing in a meeting, you know, that kind of stuff. Baby, let me tell you something. She wrote an email, sent that mother truck an email, dot, 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 dot. I'm going to just say this. Imagine you got an employee that's been disrespected and shitted on by um, a director of a department, right? Say I'm going to put it in terms of that as a director and want to try to bully this person, right? How about she send and <laughs> try to call her in to meet in a group? She's like, I'm not doing that shit. She sent another email. Today she got a call from, say, the CEO. You know, I just want to take some time to talk to you. <laughs> That's how she's like, I'm not playing. 
privilege. I'm not playing with you. You don't get to mistreat me. That's why I love being her friend. That's why I love sharing in a space with her. And the beautiful thing about it is that she talks and I listen and I offer from my experience what this is or how this looks. And I talk and she's like, she's the one who told me that my, the person I was working with um, when I first started doing my podcast was pimping me. I was like, bitch, what? Like, so she's real like that. And she's no, she's no judgment. Like she's no judgment. So she knows I have a potty mouth. I cuss. She knows I smoke my cigars. I drink. She knows I have faceless love and I can't wait to with him. She knows all of it. There's no judgment because she sees me as a woman traveling my path to get to being of God's purpose. She is an amazingly, she is Christian. When I tell you, she is about it. That's what she does. But she sat quiet for so long. And all of a sudden, ever she had to talk, baby, I was like, I'm here for this. <laughs> I remember last year she called me and she was like, I think I just lost my job today. I was like, Oh, call me back at the uh, well, call me back after whatever time I was doing something. Call me back after this. I can't wait to hear all about it. Good for you. And she was like, what? I was like, hell, good for you. Do that. Stand up for it. And so she laughed late. We talked about it later and she started laughing. She said, I wasn't expecting that response. I said, honey, I'm the person that's in the corner cheering for you. I got you. Like you make a decision. I got you because that's what living is about. Living is about being free. We can't allow humans to hold us hostage based on what they want from us. And I'm telling you, I got a few Karens in my life and she is one. And this Karen is on fire. I was just like, Lord have mercy. She is fired up every day. I told her she walk around the she walk around the campus carrying a sword. I said, you, you know, a torch. I said, you walk around with that torch. You ready to set everybody on fire. You not for it. But I love the fact that she sees that she's free. And that's what we all have to see. Maybe it doesn't happen until we get to mid 40s or early 50s. Maybe it doesn't happen until later. That's the grown up. That's the experience. That's the wisdom. Maybe it doesn't happen to then. And maybe that's why I'm doing what I'm doing to say, girl, that shit is crazy, but it's all right. You're going to be fine. <laughs> I'm officially that auntie. Yes, that shit was crazy, but it's Hey, you're going to be fine. I'm officially that auntie. There's nothing that you're doing that's going to stop you from doing. Yeah, the situation may be fucked up when you're in it, but you're going to come out of it. It's okay. Fucked up relationships, your kids crazy, blah, 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 whatever it is. But as long as you can recognize what you've done in that space, as long as you can say, and own it. Own that you fucked up. Damn, this was fucked up. Like, I probably shouldn't have done that. So I'm not going to do it again. Like, I'm not going to fuck that up no more. So, okay. It's okay. That's all that the universe asks of us is to recognize our experiences and gain wisdom from our experiences. 
And there are people who cheer for us. I mean, it's very few. It's a lot of people out there that want to tear you down and beat you up. And it's a lot of them, but that's the anxiety. That's the holding on to that shit. That's the anxiety. When you realize those people don't even know what the fuck they're doing in their own life. Let them ride out with the waves. Let that shit go. Then you realize, oh, I'm riding the wave by myself. I'm not trying to hold on to it or I'm not trying to based on what other people think about me. I'm doing it for me. I'm doing it for my contribution to the universe. Let that other shit go. No, none of that shit matter. Quick story before we go. My son... I swear to God, I swear, I know men are crazy, but women are crazier. I'm saying I'm a woman and I'm saying that shit. Weed me on some bullshit for real. My son is so succinct and to the point. My daughters are bananas. Like how the hell out of, okay, every family gets, every mom gets one wild child of the girls. How did I get two of them motherfuckers? I got two wild kids, right? I got two wild women that boisterous and voice their opinions and do that. I got two of them little motherfuckers. I can't do nothing with that, but they're grown now. So I got two. They can call me and be like, mom, I called you 10 minutes ago. You didn't answer the phone. They got a whole spill. And then I'm like, well, what's up? What'd you want? Nothing. I was just such and such. All crazy for nothing. Well, my son calls me today. I was in the shower. He called me. And when I saw that he called me, I saw there was a message from SunTrust. So I was like, I wonder if this is for him. So I called him back. Hey, son, seven minutes. It had been seven minutes. Hey, son, how are you? Oh, mom, I'm fine. That's what he said. Mom, I'm fine. How are you? I said, well, just chilling. You know, just got a shower. He says, okay. He said, did you get a message for SunTrust? From SunTrust? I said, yeah, I did. He said, could you read that code to me? Of course. I read in the six-digit code. He said, okay, I'll talk to you later. I was like, that's it? He said, I needed the code from SunTrust. I was like, you ain't want to just talk? He says, No, I love you. <laughs> I was like, that was so fucking easy. Like, I love you too. We got off the phone. Man, the men are so boop. The women are like, bloop, bloop, bloop. my girls are crazy. Stephanie, you got two? That absolutely. <laughs> you better hold on. <laughs> so I just wanted to share that because we, so many things are in our life and that we don't have control over those things. We only control ourselves. So hashtag anxiety sucks. And it, and it will continue to suck when until we realize, I'm gonna let that shit go. Let that shit go and let the universe deal with it. I can't do that shit. I can't do it. We get into some... I'll talk about this next week because I know I done got into some trouble dealing with some anxiety shit. I know I've been on some <laughs> Oh, can I say virtues of joy? Lord have mercy. I know I have racked up some bullshit on my anxiety dealing with that. 
Anyways, Joyce Lowell's with Joy Exposed. It's Wednesday, October 14th. It's time to go. Um, remember, you can download any past episodes from anywhere that you Google Joy Exposed with their iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio. It's amazing. It's everywhere and it's growing. I even decided that when I move to Atlanta, I'm going to have a studio in my home specifically for my Joy Exposed. That's how much I love my Joy Exposed. That's how good this time is for me to be able to just to release and to talk about and to not be afraid. And it gives me so much pleasure. So subscribe to YouTube or wherever you want. Also, tomorrow I'll be live on MJI. That's our tour. Oh my gosh, that's a whole nother story, having an agent and a manager. Lord have mercy. I was telling Faceless Love, I'm ready to quit. He was like, no, nigga, you just you wanted to hire somebody. You wanted an agent. You wanted a publicist. Now somebody's doing some shit. You ready to quit? I was like, just shut the hell up. <laughs> so, you know, we'll figure it out. But tomorrow on 6th. So Thursday, I'm live at 6 on Instagram. Friday, I'm live at 6 on Facebook and Instagram. It's going to be tons of video floating out there about me. Y'all know me. Y'all been with me for more than a year. Y'all know who I am. So when y'all see this shit, just be like, oh, they on some bullshit. <laughs> anyway, it's Joyce Lynn Wells with Joy Exposed. Remember, when Joy's exposed, everything just feels better. Mwah. I'll see you guys next week. Thanks.